0: Board and her arms as a trampoline. Go to the hell, stupid bugger off flies, get lost. She cursed Fauzi for his big dreams and this deathly quiet village town that he'd chosen for his union of science and commerce. Oh, he was a big man of science, her professeur. The air was as sticky as halva, as thick as toffee. Light rippled in a haze above a cluster of banksia bushes. Her thighs were already clammy beneath her pencil skirt, and the scent of her favorite cologne, green apple by Max Factor, sluiced off her body. She patted her head. Damp curls were forming defiantly above her forehead, and she knew that in twenty minutes these damp curls would sprout into an unkempt frizz that would cover her entire head like a bloated furry slug. Her hair was a madman, and every day was full moon. So this was it. This was her home for the next two miserable years. Burraboo. She let the strange word flit around her mouth. Burraboo, where men carried full bushy beards and refused to wear blazers, where women let their grey hairs grow unchallenged through the gates of middle age. Very incredible, very wow, that so many women had never considered henna. Their friends in Sydney had all laughed at their sudden decision to move to Baraboo. Eh? Baraboo? What is a Baraboo? they'd teased. The men had hooted and slapped Fawzi's back and took turns shouting various mispronunciations of Baraboo. Nabil suggested that it sounded like a type of fish best eaten fried. Her chest tightened as she tried not to think of their friends in Sydney, in the paprika triangle where she and fawzi had lived for the past three years where people and noise and dancing and music and naughty children decorated every corner she tried not to think about her older brothers and their despicable scramble for wealth after the death of their parents or her escape from their heartless greed to this distant continent australia most of all She tried not to think about the prick and prickle that seared from her birthmark. Her birthmark. How she wanted to scratch it, feel her skin savaged underneath her fingernails. This no-good shit prick and prickle should get lost. Go to the hell. Sitting below her collarbone, her birthmark sprawled cruelly over her right breast like a puddle of spilt soup. The wretched pomegranate stain was a magnet for the human eye, a distraction during conversations with strangers. It was the reason she avoided wearing sharply plunging V-shaped tops, so wow, baby, which exposed the soft fleshy crescent of breast. All the girls her age paraded their crescents. During episodes like this, the surface of her skin formed tiny bumps like rice pudding. Worse, her right nipple became as hard as a lemon pip. Little duck, your butter, said Fousey. Let me cover your birthmark with gauze, he had suggested this morning. You'll be scratching it all day, I know you will. She had refused the gauze. El Professeur's face had puckered with concern in all the right places, but his voice shimmered with happiness. Nothing could puncture his good mood since they'd arrived in this stupid bugger-off town of burraboo Unbelievable how his bliss seemed to seep out of his very pores to give his skin an unexpected succulence. How he now pressed his lips together in such a deliberate, maddening way that dimples suddenly kissed his cheeks. Leaving Sydney and coming to Baraboo had ignited her husband like a sparkler that had just been lit. Dazzling and fun, sure, but crazy, too, like someone who had eaten too many eggplants and gone slightly mad. Like eggplant indigestion, she hoped that this, too, would pass, together with the little scraps of Goethe that he liked to recite first in Arabic, then in English. "'We must do. Knowing is not enough. We must apply. Willing is not enough. We must do,' he solemnly repeated. Applying. Doing. Hard work. Oh, her professor had plenty to say about the virtues of hard work.' yet with this move to buraboo her own perfectly formed dream of opening a piercing parlour her very vision of future happiness was slipping into the crease of the horizon the piercing of ears was delicate work important work